Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club, wellness road tested. Hello, welcome to Self-Care Club, wellness road tested. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Before we go into this week's practice, we've got a little new item for you today that we're going to call da-da-da, something like Wellness News Flash. Wellness News Flash. Yeah, Wellness Update. Wellness Update. Things that are going on in the world of wellness. Things that are going on in the world of wellness. Yes, and self-care. And self-care. So hit us up with this week's Wellness news flash, please, Nicole. There's an incredible initiative happening in Belfast. Mm-hmm. It launched a few days ago and the campaign is being launched by the Public Health Agency. And they're basically bringing in five different practices of self-care and they're going to concentrate on one per week or for a few weeks. And the five different practices are to be connected, be active, take notice, keep learning and give. Do you think that's amazing? A whole city is now thinking about everybody's wellness and well-being. Well, I really hope that the people of Belfast have a fantastic couple of months. So do I. I really hope that it Good luck actually, to them. I'd like them to bring it to London. It would be amazing. Wouldn't it? It would. Should we get on with today's show? Let's. That's the latest that's going on in self-care. Now let's get on with what we've been doing in the week of self-care. Ooh. Cross my palm with silver, Nicole, and I will tell you your fortune. Actually, I only use Apple Pay. Don't carry cash. Anymore. I just <laughs> could have predicted that. Get ready to step into the spiritual world and see into the future, as this week we have tested out palmistry and oracle reading. Nobody knows where palm reading originated from. Um, most accounts seem to think it comes from India from about 5,000 years ago. Spreads and insightful readings. Most important line, fate line in hand. This week we're going to be testing it out. Is it genuine? Can it help guide you on your future path? And is it a helpful form of self-care for women or just a load of nonsense? Mm-hmm. Palmistry or chiromancy is the claim of evaluating a person's character and foretelling the future through the study of the lines of the palm. Chiromancy is that yeah. another another it means name. Hand. It's chiromancy another, means yeah, hand. It's another name. Have you ever used? Comes from have you ever used it word, no. instead of the word hand? No, I have not. Right. Uh, it's a practice that's found all over the world. It has numerous variations. Those who practice chiromancy are generally called palmists, hand readers, hand analysts, or chirologists. So palmistry works by reading the palm of your hand, looking at the lines, the heart line, the lifeline, that's the famous one that everyone talks about, and the mounts and bumps that suggest interpretations. And in some traditions, readers also examine the characteristics of your fingers, your fingernails, your skin texture, the shape of your palm. Palmistry is one of the oldest studies in the world. Mm -hmm. It's thought to have originated in India and then spread across to China, Egypt, and then on to Europe. It is mentioned by Moses in the Bible and written about by Aristotle. Great leaders and other well-known historical figures have been known to take an interest in the human hand. (laughs) 
what other type of hand would they take an interest in? <laughs> now I'm interested. <laughs> Is there another type of hand? Monkey hand? What other type of hand? I think it would be quite hard to get a monkey to show you its palm for half an hour. It's just... <laughs> Hippocrates, the Greek physician, had knowledge of palmistry. Julius Caesar judged his soldiers by looking at the back of their hands and Napoleon chose his generals by their thumbs. I know. In more modern times, the psychiatrist Carl Jung also took great interest in the science and art of palmistry. I love that it's an art because I think there is an art to it. Well, is this an art or a science? to be seen. <laughs> Despite its suppression in the Middle Ages and during the reign of King Henry VIII who banned palmistry and other alternative practices, it is still flourishing today in a modern world during stressful times when people are still and all searching for truths and answers within ourselves. Now, let's talk a bit about oracle reading. Oracle reading is very similar to tarot reading, so it's about using cards for divination and it goes back to about the 14th century it originated with a mamluk card game that was brought to western europe from turkey so by the 1500s the italian aristocracy were playing a game known as torocci appropriati oh well done thank you so much i didn't know if you were going to get through that you did you did good yes players were dealt random cards and they used the themes on the cards to write poetic verses about one another and these cards were referred to as sorties meaning destinies the earliest known tarot decks were not designed with any sort of mysticism. They were actually meant for playing a game similar to what we would call bridge, modern day bridge. Uh, so similar to a deck of tarot cards, an oracle deck is a collection of cards that provide guidance and perspective on our lived experience. The difference being tarot cards tend to follow a specific structure. There's 78 cards that are split between a major and a minor arcana. I think it's an arcana. Oracle decks are a bit more loose and a bit more interpretive. Energetically, oracle cards hold a lot of big energy, in inverted commas. They give insight into the greater sense of what's going on. You could think of tarot cards as the pages inside a book. When you're reading with tarot cards, each of these cards is like a page in the story. But with oracle cards, it's more like the whole book or a whole chapter of the book. Oracle cards may have their meaning printed on them and often come with a guidebook to help you get the hang of reading them. Most card readers recognise that the associations and preconceptions of the person being read read for are just as important as the actual drawings on the cards. The cards offer a way to project certain ideas, whether subconscious or not, and to ponder potential outcomes for important decisions. You can read cards for yourself or for other people. The idea is to come to the cards with a blank, open mind. Be alone in a quiet place where you can tune into your own energy or that of the person you are reading for. I love that. Mm. So, <laughs> big question yeah. for you. Yeah. So, with that much history, mm. is there scientific evidence that this is actually based on valid principles? The simple answer, no. I didn't think so. Not at all. I didn't think so. There is scientifically no evidence whatsoever to support claims about palmistry or oracle reading. And to my dismay, there are no university or foundation supported <laughs> reports legitimising palmistry. There should be. I looked. There should be. There's no degree in this kind of thing. No, there should be. No. So the contradictions between the different interpretations are combined with the lack of evidence for palmistry's predictions have caused palmistry to be viewed as a pseudoscience by academics. And the reason that palmistry falls into the pseudoscience category is because it's cloaked in scientific jargon and it's actually referred to as a science in many books and many websites. In which case, 
Why would anyone buy into palm reading or anything like it as a science then? Because it's called an illusionary correlation. So the human brain is evolved to look for patterns and the cost of seeing a pattern that isn't real is smaller than the cost of missing a pattern that is real. So for example, if you saw a small round dark blob on the carpet and you weren't sure what it was, you may assume it's a spider mm-hmm. and you would step out the way, even though you weren't sure, because why wouldn't you step out the way? So if you apply that to palmistry and oracle reading, patterns observed by us have been dug into because the cost of being wrong is low and the gain of being right is so high. So it's our brain's way of filling the blank to create the links. So we as humans have a real bent built-in confirmation bias and that means we dismiss information that challenges our beliefs and palmistry and tarot reading overlook the controlled scientific method that scientists use to avoid the biases Hmm. so with all this in mind we had to go and test it out we sure did didn't we lauren how did you feel going into the week mega excited mega (laughs) i am such a sucker for all this sort of stuff yeah. And you? Yeah, me too. I, I, I wouldn't even call myself a sucker. I'm just a true believer in spirituality and that there is something far greater than ourselves on this planet guiding us. Ever tried it before? I haven't tried palmistry before. I have had oracle readings before, but not for years. Oracle or tarot or both? Oracle. And okay. actually, I used to have a pack of oracle cards and I've often thought of them and they went missing somewhere maybe in one of my house moves but um and I used to do it on myself I'm going back years yeah when I was in my 20s yeah so it was nice to get back in touch with it again mm-hmm. any preconceptions going in yes because I had a horrible experience of palmistry um in my very early 20s on a pier in Brighton well I mean for god's sake. I know <laughs> for god's sake so I had very recently met the man who was to be my husband and I went to see this guy on the pier on my own. And he said to me, oh, that man you're with, he's not the one for you. It won't last. 23 years later. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that he was wrong. <laughs> well, he was wrong. And then he said to really, he said a couple of really horrible things. And they really like scarred me and stuck with me. Oh, no. Yeah, horrible. Have you been able to let go of it during this week? Yeah, because again, they did not come to pass. But, you know, I keep having that, that vision of, have you seen the film Big with yes, Tom Hanks? it was exactly like that. Yeah. But Tom Hanks wasn't there. And you weren't turned into an adult. No, I was already an adult. <laughs> or you weren't turned into a child. <laughs> so, lesson yeah. learned, don't get your yeah, palm ready right no, here. don't. Any preconceptions for you? Um, no, just really open-minded, really open-hearted, looking forward to getting both readings and seeing what came up. Okay. So for our palm readings, we both went to meet the lovely Gary Markham. Gary is a world-renowned third-generation palmist uh, or hand analyst with more than 30 years' experience in palm reading. He's a well-known international celebrity palm reader and he's read the hands of thousands of people worldwide. Gary has appeared on BBC TV, Sky TV, BBC Radio, Virgin Radio, magazines and national and local newspapers and in News of the World reading Barack Obama's handprint before his electoral campaign. He holds a very high position in the top 100 palmistry websites in the world. So we both went to see him. We did. Lovely Gary. He was so nice. He was a really sweet guy, wasn't he? And this is what happened when we met him. Tell us a little bit about... 
how palmistry could help women improve their lives mm. or with their self-care or with their well-being? In general, I would read the hands like a map of life. And, you know, when we look on the, on, on the lines of the hands and the mounts, you could describe them as the mountains, the, the rivers, the streams, and they're all passing through. And um, the lines do change as little as two to three months, maybe even less. <gasps> the lines on your weeks. hands change. Exactly. And uh, most people think they're, you know, steady, static. Yeah. Um, if you were right hand, you know, the left hand would be what you're born with and the right hand's what you're making of your life. But, you know, even in the Bible, Moses and Moses actually told his uh, chiefs to go out and find chiefs for each tribe. How will I know them? You will know them, but signs on their face and the markings on their hands. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it goes back a long way. And it's, you know, 5,000 years, really. So, um, so yeah. do people come from regular readings, would they? They do, but I, you know, I try to be as honest as I can by saying, don't come too soon. You know, like, don't treat it as an ad- addiction, yeah. like a gambling addiction, yeah, you know, yeah. because you're not listening then. You know what I mean? Listen. I, it's all I'm really doing. I'm bringing... I'm bringing to the surface, to the conscious mind, what you already know. Yes. Mm. Which is buried, you know, for some people. Now, not everyone wants to hear that. I I never frighten people. I read children's hands and that, you know. So it's no problem. And I've read over 20,000 people's hands, you know, all all, all over the world. (laughs) and Yeah. So, you know, it's um, part of life. But um, in general, it's a guidance, a little bit like life coaching, you know, point them in the right direction. Um, Relationships are always the hardest thing, but (laughs) it takes two then, you know. So it's a myth that palm reading is about seeing the future. It's actually about looking at what is there already. You know, to be quite honest, what is the future? Um, There is only the now. Mm. This is the only time, the now. And a lot of people, many of us don't understand this. I would say we're bringing the future towards us in the present time. Past is history, future's a mystery, present's, yeah, present's, a, present's a gift. gift. Yeah, exactly. But, you know... There's, I'm write that down. I need that on a T-shirt. I, but, there's, yeah, but there's potentiality. Um, and, you know, maybe there is, at the end of the, the line, we're all going that way. Mm. Maybe it's all, we're all programmed, maybe we're all computers and that, you know. But, um, robots, but I believe within in the middle, we have a little bit of a roundabout playground that we can... Um, adapt change pay off karma stuff like this you know so really you know, there's a lot of people come to me and they've got this old-fashioned aspect and that you know and um you know what is my future hold and yes and, yes. and this kind of thing. i yes. say well you know there's a potential future that's the way you're going because this is where you're making it or maybe it's the can't pass karma where it's led you to now yeah. But, you know, and, and this goes back to the past life regression, which we mentioned earlier and yeah. things like that, um, you know, to work in the present. But I will. I mean, I could say to, to someone potentially, you know, like in, when you're 55 years old, there may be a change there. You can see that in someone's mm, Yeah. To, right to the end. I mean, I looked at my hand lately. I think, yes, I'll be waiting for this bit of a change now. You know what I mean? <gasps> wow. And, uh, and yeah, it's showing such a gift. Uh, well, I mean, there's plenty, plenty of people. I teach 10-week courses on palmistry, you know, so everyone can learn it. It does help to have the intuition. And the thing is, when I... I used to work in Camberlock Market. I still yeah. there twice a month and that. Um, but it was doing four days a week. And I used to see up to 30... Well, years ago, I see up to 30 people in a day. And it used to exhaust me, you know. Oh, and yeah. uh, and I'm thinking, well, hang on, you know, I've learned... I've sort of studied the palm, palms, the, the lions and everything like that. But something was missing because I was tired and it was a spark of intuition. 
Now, not everyone yes. works on intuition. Yes. Some people do. Some people are very, they call themselves hand analysis, and mm -hmm. they don't always use the intuition, so they'll be very methodical on mm -hmm. that. Scientific, like if you like, like that, you know. So, shall I tell you what happened when <laughs> I went in to see Gary? Well, let's just um, clarify that we went yeah. in together. So we both went for the reading at the same time. We didn't have the, our own readings. We were in a separate room, but we went to his house we together. We went to his house together. I went upstairs and had my reading first while Nicole was downstairs. And then Nicole went and had hers and I stayed downstairs. So we did not hear each other's readings. No. And we did not discuss what was said to us until today. Yes, <laughs> until today. But needless to say, we kind of we found Gary through a bit of Googling and yeah. stuff. Um, he wasn't recommended to us or anything, but obviously he came up because he's a well-known... Yeah. Palmist. <laughs> hand analyst. Chiromancer. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I just read it and I still don't know. Um, so... It was all very unknown, wasn't it? Yeah. Suddenly we've rocked up to someone's house yes. in the middle of a, you know, a residential street. Yes. And it was all a bit like, what are we doing? His house had a really strong energy, yes, I found. Did. There were lots of crystals. Buddhas. It was, yeah, it was yep. very conducive to what was what going was, yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it defined him, yes, didn't it? very much. It was very colourful. There yeah. were a lot of interesting books around. Yeah. You can see he's a very well-travelled guy yeah he's he's lived in i think a lot of different cultures and yeah he, seems he spends like a lot of time in india yeah. so he yeah it was very interesting so come on come on okay so the first thing he said to me i maybe you're gonna laugh it doesn't matter listen we're just gonna go with this week okay so this will come up later which is why i'm mentioning it but he said you know you've got a lot of psychic ability i have been told this before yes i am a bit witchy yeah i just accept it it's fine um, and he said, you know, you've got a lot of healing power. You've got very healing hands. I've also been told that before. Uh, do you do Reiki? Do you perform Reiki? And I said, no, I don't. He said, mm, you really should, like, especially considering your job, because you could really help laboring women. Oh, wow. With that. So that was interesting because that's not the first time I heard it. Um, he immediately pointed out um, my stomach as a problem area he said you know you have problems with your <laughs> would, stomach that's the point I would have left no which is absolutely true anything that I'm feeling goes straight to my stomach it's like my Achilles heel but in my stomach um I didn't know that I didn't yeah know that terrible you. so he said if you amazing like what what line was he looking at I he don't could know, see that you basically but he was bang on diarrhea bang on no it's not that it's like when I feel emo you know I have a very sensitive stomach which is true because essentially... Are you wanting to move on from this No, moment? but all humans, you know, are just a digestive system attached to a brain. That's really all we are, all of us. That's why, like, gut, microbe and all of that is so important. You're calling me a digestive system attached to my we brain. Are, we are, basically. That's it. That's yeah, it. That is what we are. That's not. It is. No, it isn't. That's why your gut microbe What about your soul? What about your so spirit? Important. What about your energy? What about... Just talking about the physical being. The physical being. Yes, but we're in the spiritual world okay, this let's week. Let's go back to the talking, spiritual world. Let's talk, go back. Let's go we're back. going deeper. Yeah, I'm going back to the spiritual and world. And I refuse to identify as being a digestive <laughs> fucking system with a brain. We'll do a week on the gut microbe. Yay. So he said, um, it was quite interesting. He said, my God, how many children have you got? You've got a lot of children. I was like, hmm. 
he went, have you got a lot of children? Why are there so many children? Anyway, I have three children, but I actually was pregnant seven times in total. So he could see the babies that didn't quite make it, which was kind of weird, odd, reassuring. Not, I don't know. He saw my marriage. He said, oh, you've got a very, very long relationship on here. Very strong, stable, long relationship, which he then saw on the other hand. So that felt very reassuring. Um, Yes, because two hands... They they hold different energy and different information. Yes. That's what he told me. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you write? He said. I said, let's not talk about the book. I've not been writing for nine years. But you do write. Like, you've been the editor of the Doula magazine. Yeah, you I know, enjoy writing. other things. And he was like, well, you know, you really should be writing. Get on with it. And then there was a lot of sort of positive news about career success in my 40s. Something about America, which I've also been told before by another psychic. And lots of things about your very... Did, sorry, what did he say about the career in your 40s? That it was going to succeed and more success and the most success was coming in my late 40s. <gasps> he said the same to me. Da, da, da. So that's, that's together. Well, I hope it's together. Um, and he said you've got lots and lots of protection about uh, around illness and accidents. You've got very, very good health. You came down the stairs because mm. I was waiting downstairs for you and you were you came down glowing when you came out of his room. You were like blown away. Yeah. Weren't you? It To me at the time, although I say to you, I am a sucker for these things because I believe, you know, it is a bit about the bias we're talking about. I hear the things that I feel are relevant and mm. I take and mm. I accept them. But mm. when I left, I felt very positive. I felt very encouraged. I felt very upbeat. I felt like there's much to look forward to in life. I have things to look forward to in life and that things were very good. So it felt very life affirming to me. Beautiful. Yeah. Now tell me what he said to you. I'm desperate to know. Well, you came down like blown away and then I went up and he was lovely and he was gentle and I really liked being with him and I really liked his energy and I just liked his disposition and... He's obviously a very interesting man and he really knows his craft. Yeah. I mean, he said very similar stuff to me, funnily enough. He said, do you work with your hands? Um, And I said, yes, I'm a hairdresser. And he said, you also have very healing hands. You're also very psychic. He did say quite a lot of similar stuff um, that my career is going to take me to places in my late 40s. It's really going to kick off then um, and it will be my time. Um, he could see that I had two children. Like everything he said, mm. I could completely relate to. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of things that he said, and I wasn't quite sure. Um, he said, "Oh, have you suffered with any ill health?" Which I haven't. Mm. Um, I mean, I had depression about four or five years ago. Now I don't know if that's what he meant, but I could attach it to that, of course. But physical health, yeah. absolutely no. Um, it was a very nice half an hour. Yeah, I can't say he blew me away. He didn't tell me anything I haven't been told before, quite similar to you. Um, And I came down feeling a little bit, okay. Did he tell you anything you didn't know? No. No, he didn't. Okay. He, um, there was just a couple of bits and pieces that he affirmed to me, like I have psychic abilities, but I often ignore them. Um, Was there anything else? No, I don't think so. He told me I would never be alone in my old age. Oh, he did tell me that. And he said, I'm very protected and I have angels around me. Um, and, I, and I've always felt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, you have always felt I've that. I've always felt that. And I will say, 
at this point in the podcast, like I am a very spiritual being. So my spirituality is probably going to come out much more so now. So if the stuff I come out with seems a bit out there for people that aren't into it, this is just kind of a disclaimer at the top. But it's very much a personal belief. It's not something you can put on other people. And like 50% of people who you would talk to and say, I went to see a palmist would be like, oh my God, amazing. What did he say? And would, yeah. you know, accept it. And the other half will go, it's just complete tooks. I think it depends at what point in your life you're at and how open you want to be to it. I think if you're struggling or there's something um, that you might need some guidance or some support with, I think people are much more open to these kind of practices. But let's be very honest about it. I don't think anybody, apart from us because it's our podcast, I don't think anybody goes to see psychics, clairvoyants, palmists, oracle readers, unless they're at a, a juncture in their life where they need help, guidance, yep. reassurance, yep. want to speak to somebody Something takes them there. Yes. Something takes there's them something there, There's something that sure. is wrong or there's a decision that needs to be made or there is an insecurity yes. somewhere. You need guidance. Right. It's for guidance, right. which absolutely plays into your well-being, into your wellness and into your self-care. It can, it can. be, yes. as you said, beautifully put, it's ve- it can be very life-affirming. Yes, it can Should be. Should we, um, let's talk about the oracle readings. Okay, so for our oracle readings, we had Zoom sessions. We did. With Natalia Comis. So Natalia is an intuitive business mentor, a freedom warrior and a creative light activator who's dedicated to helping people uncover their sole mission to create a real purpose-driven business and life. She works with change-making entrepreneurs, radical creatives and visionary leaders to establish their purpose, align them to their values and making a lasting impact. Her secret weapon is healing blocks around self-expression so you can be the change you wish to see. And this is what Natalia had to say. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. So I find Oracle cards are a really nice tool to use to tap into your intuition and to tap into your, you know, your divine, to God, whatever you want to call it. But essentially to help you make decisions and help you to feel into yourself. So often 
you know, I always hear people saying, I don't know what my intuition is. I don't know what's my ego. What's this? What's that? And having a tool like Oracle cards is really useful in helping you to just trust the message that's coming up mm-hmm. and go with that rather than overthink something, you know, trying to decide throughout the day, not being able to take any action, make any decisions. Yep. Um, and rather it's going, I'm going to put my faith and my trust in, in something that I can see with my own eyes. Yeah. And trust that that's a message that I'm, I'm meant to hear. And, and if that feels good and it resonates as well, then this is obviously what I'm meant to move forwards with. And, and it's a message that I'm meant to actually have. Lovely. You know, you don't always have to have a question. You don't always have to come to the cards with, um, do I do this or do I do that? It can simply be, what, what do I need to hear today? Mm. You know, what, mm. what, what's meant to come up for me today? Uh, quite often when I pull a card in the mornings, I'll just go in with, okay, give me something for today. Um, and generally, if it's something that you don't like, it's definitely what you're meant to get. <laughs> Love it's that. It's that idea of, you know, when you're resisting something yeah. or when you don't actually want to hear something or when you're meant to be really busy and a card comes up and says, go and take a break. You're like, but I can't take a break. <laughs> but actually, that would be exactly what you need. And so Oracle cards, the way that I see Oracle cards, they hold the kind of the big energy, the giving you insight into the deeper stuff of what's going on. Whereas tarot, for example, quite often is, is more the details. So it's like, do I buy this car or not? Or, you know, how am I actually going to do this? Whereas Oracle's a bigger, more of a soul message of the, the greater sense of what's happening right now for you. Football's back and we are here to laugh about it. Hellenius in the League Cup, he was trying to like defend with his hands and he yanked his yeah. shorts down. Straight off. See you later. Yeah. But Hellenius got the shot away, which I thought was very professional. Yes. <laughs> Whether it's players losing their pants or managers losing their shit. And I thought about that when, when you could just hear Morty shouting at Pablo Fornell. And then he just loses all, yeah. all sense of himself at the end when, when Fornell blazes it over. And he's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that was the noise. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Football Ramble are here every day with new episodes covering the lighter side of football. I walked past a trophy shop at the weekend and said, we're only allowing one person in at a time. Nobody wants any fucking trophies, mate. <laughs> Don't worry, but no one, there's nothing happening. Also, no it's a cheat. Null and void. Your five-a-side league is null and void. Piss off. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He went through, and all you hear is, Shoot, Pablo! Yeah. Shoot! <laughs> finish! Finish! Oh. finish. <laughs> Pablo! This was a Stakhanov production. So... I really want to know how you get on with Natalia. So we did separate Zoom sessions. We did, on the our, same day. On the same day, but in our own homes. Yeah. So we had no clue no. what she said or what happened. So like, I could go into the ins and outs of everything she said to me and that would be great. The, I guess the, the overriding thing is how does this play into someone's self-care? Yeah. I loved 
Natalia. I absolutely, the minute I saw her on screen, I thought she was a beautiful light, a beautiful energy. She just had a very healing, gentle, loving way about her. So I immediately, the minute I saw her, I was relaxed. The reading was remarkable. It was absolutely, I was blown away by how intuitive it was, how spot on it was, all the doubts that I didn't even realize were in my head. She confirmed for me and just put me on the right track of, and exactly as it says in her bio, she completely aligned me with myself. Wow. It was that's big. It was totally amazing. She picked up on um, a falling out that I've had with a friend. I might have mentioned it on here before about 10 months ago, and I found it very devastating and very difficult to move past. Um, She talked about um, the reasons of why it happened and how I can move forward with it. And I just found it incredible and very peaceful. She talked about my work. She talked about my passion. She talked about the things that really live in my heart and soul. Mm. Now, I'd actually written a whole load of notes about this podcast and, you know, coming to today for us to discuss it. Now, what I did this morning, and this is relevant, so bear with me a second. What I did this morning when you sent over the new intro notes is I overwrote it. So I'd written it all on the old and and I overwrote it and I couldn't find the bloody file. And I was trying, fiddling around with words and I was on YouTube and I was looking for ways in which to try and find my old notes from yesterday so that I could bring them here today and give you all the information. But you lost the whole thing. I completely lost the whole thing. And after fiddling around with it for 45 minutes, I thought, I can't can't do this anymore. And then I remembered something that Natalia had said that had yeah. come up in the, in the reading, which was just to be you. It, the whole thing was reminding me to be myself, be authentic, bring my true heart and my true soul and my true vision out as much as possible. Don't let anybody or anything dim your light. Just shine and it was it came through every single card that is your whole shtick in life anyway that is like your thing with your other podcast right be yourself be yourself exactly that's all part of my coaching practice that's the group coaching course that I run it's all about empowering women to be who they are and here the message was right in front of me so after 45 minutes of messing around with it and slamming my wrist down on the desk this morning because I was so frustrated that I'd lost it I thought oh my god Oh my God, if this isn't a reminder, I don't need the notes. Yeah. I need to come here and be me yeah. and talk from my heart and talk from my soul and just tell you what my experience was. I don't need it written down. You don't. Because I've re- experienced it. Yep. Right? And I thought, well, thank you, universe. Thank you to whatever that being is above that is bigger than me. And yes, I absolutely believe in it. Do I believe it's God? I don't know. But I do believe there is a higher purpose and a higher destiny and something much bigger than me guiding me and supporting me. Not deciding for me, but helping me. Yeah. And I feel that that was my message this morning to just come here and say from my heart how my week was with the oracle and the palmistry and actually... It was a very beautiful reminder. That's so lovely. if I got anything from this week, yeah. it was the absolute recognition and affirmation that I need to just be who I am. And that is enough. What a great thing to hear and absorb. Right? Yeah. So without going into the ins and outs, yeah. because I didn't feel that that was completely relevant, but yeah. that is my takeaway. That's amazing. And it's what a great. It leaves me to... very warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So that's mine. What about you? Um, Less easy, <laughs> less slightly less straightforward. Um, oh, I just wasn't. I just, I really just wasn't in the mood 
for it. Okay. And I had no I idea. Can, I can understand that. Like if you've got stress going like on or you're just, I don't know. Two in the afternoon, you know, loads yeah. of stuff going on, thinking about getting ready to leave for the school run. And I had no idea what to expect. I'd never had this done before. And I gave you no introduction to no, her either. Literally nothing. You were like, so... at two o'clock, you're going to speak to Natalia. Who's Natalia? An oracle reader. What's an oracle reader? No, but it wasn't even that because I was working all day. So I didn't even get back to nothing, you. Or, nothing. Like nothing. Just at 2 p.m., <laughs> click on Zoom. So I was like, all right. I'm sorry. I mean, it was a bit, all right. I did. I threw you into yeah, it. Yeah. So I click on and this gorgeous, smiling girl I mean, is on the screen. And I was like, like oh, she's lovely. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, and then I kind of wished that I was in the room with her. Yes. I found it quite disconnecting that she was on a screen and I okay. was on a screen. I would like to have been there like with her energy because mm. I think that would have added mm. a lot to it. Then we had the problem ongoing from last week, Nicole, building work, one side of my house and now building work on the other side of my house. So all Natalia can hear and all I can hear is through the wall. That is symbolizing in your life. It's driving me fucking mad. Anyway. <laughs> then the dog starts barking. And I'm like, you know, she's pulling out these cards and she's telling me about the green Tara and the this. And I just Green Tara is one of the angels. That's yeah, which, yeah, one of the Oracle cards. Yeah. But it was really hard to get into a flow with all this nonsense. Maybe, about... maybe that's what the lesson is. Then the internet cut. Ah. Then I moved rooms. And she was like, oh, the internet cut on 1444. All <gasps> the fours. It's a magical <gasps> number. Now you love a bit love of it, right. numer- numerology. And I was like, ooh, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sarcastic yeah. great, by the way. Um, anyway, then I did get a bit more into it. I did. But I do I do think yeah. that there's obviously a lot of distraction and disruption yeah. in yeah. your life. Yeah. And that's causing you to maybe not flow into who and how you're meant to be fully. And perhaps that's all it was just representing. I think I just needed to move to the kitchen, to be honest. <laughs> I did tell you I was going to get a bit out there. Look like though nothing is coincidental especially when you're having a reading everything is showing up for a reason I'll tell you the sort of gist of what happened so she was like oh I've got three decks I'm going to use this one I wasn't sure about using that one and then that one she wasn't sure about threw itself on the floor (gasps) so she was like okay I'm definitely not going to use that deck and then two cards came up and she said oh I don't really know why threw itself that's what she said just threw itself on the floor so then she had two cards came up and she said she didn't really understand why the two cards were together. And she said, have you got anything you want to ask or shall I just read for you? And I just wanted her to read for me because I didn't have anything particular to ask. So the links in the cards were quite interesting. And the general gist, the overriding findings were talking about cutting a cord. Mm. Cut a cord with negative things that may have happened in your past cut a cord with anyone or anything that's causing you toxicity now. Mm. Do you have toxicity? I actually really don't. No, I wouldn't have thought you'd do. Um, I'm very blessed. Hashtag blessed <laughs> that I don't have any of that. I, don't I, went, have... I went to a talk a couple of years ago and it was the woman, the editor of Glamour, and yeah. she was basically talking about how annoying that hashtag blessed I mean, is. Like, never basically use it and I've never used it's it. It's not even never real, used I, it. I mean, since. it's like a joke thing, but... Um, I don't have row. I don't really have rows with friends or family. It's just not 
like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. it's just not my thing. So what um, have you got to cut the well, cord with? Well, it was very interesting because my oldest has just started sick form. Oh. And I kind of, you know, the first day I was very interested and he got very grumpy with me. And my husband was like, you've got to cut the cord. Like, Did he actually use those yeah, words? Yeah, it's like you've Madness. got to kind of... But you see how let it the then, kid go. It's sick form. It's sick form it and, reveals itself. Yeah. when it needs to. So that was my that was my takeaway. Was I have to accept? Yes, he is growing up. He is yes. sixteen. He doesn't want to tell me everything. I mean, the thing is, he does actually tell me everything, but in his own time, not when he's being pressed for it. So that was interesting. Um, and then there was some very nice stuff about a couple of very uh, determined warrior women. So Diana <gasps> and Isis. I had Diana. Well, there you go. Because she said there was a crossover. Right. And when she turned over some of the cars, she smiled. I know. And I said, "Is what's funny? And she said, I can't tell you because it will ruin the podcast. She said, but I really hope that you two both see what the crossover is. Right. So when she turned over the card and read me the card, I laughed. This is before your reading. Mine was first. Yes. And I said to her, Nicole's going to get that card. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, that card will come up for Nicole. It's her card. Oh, my God. I knew. I just knew. I just knew. How? I just knew. Oh, what was the card about? I don't even remember. Well, it was two very strong women. So Diana was like, aim your bow. Like, take your bow and arrow and take your aim. And Isis was about uh, sort of discipline and magic is all around you and 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 then the council of light came up who were like this gang of like Ooh. jesus buddha mother teresa oh, you had the gang yeah i had the whole gang <laughs> <laughs> they were the third card oh i feel a bit like i've got fomo i didn't get the gang so she said look this is the message you're protected you're loved and the council of light are here they're all here to help you you just need to ask them ask them anything big or small they're totally like in your corner what would you ask them what would I ask them for? If you could for? ask them anything I right just now, what would it well, be? Well, I don't really want to say on the podcast, but she said, oh. you know, it's like you've got, if you've got these like ambitions that you think have died from a long time ago, now is the time to reactivate them. And this card is like the focus. You need to be focused and determined. And this card is telling you that what you foresee, what you envisage, visualize is coming like your dreams are becoming a reality. Yes. It's coming to the forefront. She said the same If me. you are disciplined and focused about it. And here's the Council of Light saying to you, go, 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 like giving you the green light. So she said to me, expect miracles. So it's a similar thing. You know, yes. yours is visualize it yes. and it's going to be there. Mine, she said, just expect miracles. They are coming. Yeah. So that was great. Then we need to talk about Isis a little bit more because she really <laughs> sparked something between us the next day. You, you and me. You and me. So I'll play you a little bit of my a little bit of my recording with Natalia. Him is like making me feel like I'm gonna cut that fringe that I've been thinking about. See, that's what it's making me think about. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Isis has a strong hair game, so that's what I'm. Isis has a strong hair game. Well, Isis. Yeah. 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 Full Claudia Winkleman. Oh, actually, yeah, I can totally see that on you. That's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> I mean, why not? As I said, it doesn't have to be huge things. As I said, it doesn't have to be huge things. Oh, I like it. Um, I'm literally... Natalia's basically trying to delve deep into the depths of your core and soul yes. and heart. And you're talking about your fucking haircut. I'm talking about Claudia Winkleman. <laughs> but listen... No, you're talking about Claudia Winkleman's 
fringe. fringe. But listen, Isis, she has strong hair game. She's Egyptian, right? Then another card comes up. Listen to this. Okay. So, what does Laura need to hear that's going to be important for her? Yeah. Transformation. Mm. Things are changing at a cellular level. Deep healing. And check it out. Check out how badass this woman is. Oh, again with the fringe. It's yeah. the size. <laughs> it's the Egyptian. It's the Egyptian. You've got you've got that Egyptian energy happening right now. We've got several stuff from Egypt here. So we've got the cat. We've got two lions. Um, we've got the. I can't know. Let me see. We've got the moon. Yes. There. Moon again. And then here, so this is um, a light activation and actually um, is quite similar to a Reiki symbol as well. So that's that's quite a... (laughs) And so with Reiki, I don't know if you know much about energetic healing. Yeah, so obviously, so Reiki is with your hands. So the energy is coming from her hand upwards there. So that's twice within a week that I'm told, yeah, do you do Reiki? You've got really healing hands. Reiki, Reiki. So we are going to have to do a week of Reiki. I'm up, for a week of, I'm up for a week of Reiki. Clearly that's But that's what I happening. love is that yeah. she's talking about your, on a deep cellular yeah. level, what yeah. her words, yeah. and you're still right. talking about her fringe. But can I say what is not helping is that I'm now in the kitchen trying to like really find my inner stuff <laughs> and my husband's wandering across the room eating a nectarine looking at me mouthing at me over the top of the counter who the fuck are you talking to and i'm like giving him the eyes of like fuck off fuck off i'm trying to like do a really serious deep thing here and then i realize i've got to go on the school run i really liked what she had to say and what I've taken away from it is go for it. Like yep. the things that yep. you want to do, go for it. you have safety, you have security, you have love around you, you have everything behind yes. you. What you need to do, because this isn't down to like the spiritual world, it's down to you, is be focused, yep. be determined, yep. aim for what you want and go. And you have everything behind you to make that a success. Beautiful. And that is... A fucking great thing to hear. Can we just tie in? It's it's amazing. And I feel exactly the same. Yeah. Like I feel I she gave me a real kick up my ass yes. and a real energy that you are on the right path. Yeah. Your, your message is aligned. You've just got to keep aligning yourself with that. And great things will happen for you. And then what happened on the Saturday morning, Nicole? This is to tie in what you're talking about with your yeah. with the fringe. Yeah. Um I work a Saturday um in my salon and Getting a Saturday appointment with me can take sometimes up to six to yes. eight weeks. Um, so my Saturday appointments go very, very quickly. I called you in the middle of the day, didn't I? Very annoyed. To say that, um, well, we were texting about yeah. the reading. I was like, look, I know you can't talk to me now because you're working solidly till six o'clock. But here's my brain dump on you. And then you call me when you can. Yes. And then I called her and said, my client hasn't shown up. She's just completely forgotten. Now, this was a regular client who I've done for years and years. She just didn't show up. She just completely forgot. And she, and you said, oh, that's annoying. I said, you know what? I've got till two o'clock. I know you need your haircut. Why don't you come over? And you were like, I just <gasps> cracked up. <laughs> Weren't you? <laughs> I cracked up. I was like, what? A haircut? 
yeah come on didn't you want to have your fringe done I was like oh my god the fringe is here <laughs> and I literally put my shoes on and got in the car so I mean if that doesn't confirm it was because so funny. I never have a gap on a Saturday never. I'm never going to be just an hour free to do your fringe I mean if that doesn't confirm that these cards have something very important to say how important is my fringe now that it's manifested <laughs> into reality well I think it's I think it's just <laughs> Listen, hair is yeah. very important for a woman's self-care. Now, let's never, ever underestimate that. I love it. Because how a woman feels when her hair is done is completely different to how she feels when her hair is not done. Listen, I... So that's powerful I in love itself. It. And thank you for my haircut. Oh, you're welcome. I feel like a real sex bomb now. You're welcome. You look like one. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I just think that the fringe is an indicator for you to believe and to keep you focused and to just remind you that you are protected and that you can have anything you want. I think that that opportunity presented itself just so that you could really believe in this process. But she was gorgeous and I I, I really did enjoy it. I, I wish I was in a room with her and I could have really immersed myself yeah. in it and I did I was distracted by all the other stuff but maybe again that's more of the messages like you're, why are you constantly so distracted you have no focus and no discipline yes. that's why the shit that really deep inside i want to get done sits and sits we're talking like a decade sits and sits because there's no like come on come on go well, i said go. that didn't i that's yeah. why there was that yeah, was maybe. why there was yeah what maybe. do you mean maybe maybe you're right no no you're no. right <laughs> nicole you're right <laughs> I love my husband does that by the way yes Nicole you're always right <laughs> no he doesn't do that no he doesn't do that it's that I come up with yeah. a theory and then yeah. he goes away and then comes back and tells me the exact same fucking theory and I was like well I just told you that he's like no you didn't that's mansplaining no well, you just did that to me I just mansplained you I can't mansplain you because I'm not a man <laughs> let's wrap it up let's wrap it up Nicole tell me what worked for you this week. um belief yeah, it, it's a big part of this. Mm. Um, and I think if you have the belief in it and you have the trust and the faith, those three things will then put you in touch with the magic that this can actually offer you. And it is magic. And I always say to my kids that those who don't believe in magic will never find it. Oh, my kids really would tell me to piss off. I told them that. <laughs> my but, little one's like, yeah. stop lecturing us, stop life coaching me. <laughs> um, she does say that a lot. Um, but it's true. If you don't believe in it, you won't ever find it. And I think it harms nobody. It doesn't take away from anything. All it does is, it, as we said in the intro, it can only offer wonderful, peaceful um, energy into your life. So I think it's worth the, the leap of faith if that's what it needs to really trust in these kinds of practices. Yeah. So what about you? Whether it's like reassurance or permission to start something or make a life decision, the thought that you're being guided or you're being sent a message, I think can help concrete that decision. And what worked for me was feeling like I have a spiritual cheerleading squad. Oh, that's what do. I kind of felt like. You do. And that's very empowering. How to grounding. Be, yeah, but to be told you can, you will, you're backed up here, you're supported do it. Do it. Yeah. It made me feel positive. Mm. It made me feel like mm. I'm excited about what's to come in my life because both of our lives are, are pretty settled and yes, set yes. in who we are, what we do. Well, they're home quite life. parallel our lives actually. Yeah. So there wasn't, it's not like we're 19 and we don't know who will we marry? Will yes. we ever have children? Like this stuff's all done and dusted now, but it's exciting to feel that there are exciting things ahead. And that kind of wraps into nicely about 
what I learned as well is that it's just a a constant belief, a consistent way of being, a, a way of thinking um, and a way of holding myself. Yeah. That just constantly believing in the things that I do yeah. and the things that I feel and the things that I am passionate and excited about just to keep bringing that into my life day after day after day. I, I loved that. It was just a beautiful reminder. That's It was for you. I can really it tell. It really was. I loved it. reading really... I don't know. It really, she really touched my soul. Yeah. She did. I can tell. It's lovely. Thank you. I learned that maybe the stuff is less about predicting the future, more about identifying your personality traits, your behaviours, and it kind of can allow you to have a bit more self-awareness. Beautiful, Because yeah. nobody's really being told anything in these things they don't already know. No. Not really, right? I know I'm unfocused. I I know all these things about myself. But it allows you to, when someone reflects it back to mm. you, to maybe understand yourself better or concentrate on it for a minute. Yes. Focus. Focus. Thank Baker. you is the word I'm looking for. The, the, key, the key word in your reading, right, yeah. is focus. Even though you've got building work going on either side of you, yeah. really focus about the things that live in your heart and the things that you want. Yeah. And the things you don't want anymore. Yes. Things you need to That's maybe just as important. What do you know about yourself that you didn't know before? Um, what do I know about myself? I don't think there's anything I don't know, which I quite like. Yeah. I like that um, actually I know all these things. Yeah. And I forgot. Yeah. I, and that I do forget sometimes or I get, as like you, distracted. Yeah. In the disruption of life. Yeah. And actually this is a very important path for me. What with this podcast and what with my coaching work and... All of this work that I do with women it is just the absolute, it's what lights me up. Mm. So a reminder that I have to that just, you're on the right path. I just need to keep going. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you? I learned from Gary that I'm going to have lots of grandchildren. Aww. And I was so thrilled about that. Oh, that's so cute. I was really a Jewish just, grandma. Like, I was like, yes, can't wait. And You'll I be a really, great grandma. I cannot wait to be a grandma. Not yet. Another 15, 20 years, but uh, yeah, that that we'll just keep cutting those cords. Keep cutting the cords. (laughs) Would you, will you continue to use it? Um, I don't think it's going to be a regular practice of mine, um, but I would definitely have another reading. I'm not sure I would have another palm reading. I wasn't, it was very nice and it was fine. It didn't, I mean, I'm open to both. What about you? I'm also open, but I wouldn't like to make it like a, a habit, like a regular no. habit, but I'm definitely always open to this kind of thing. I, I'm not sure if we can tell people how to apply it because I feel like it's such a personal yes. thing. I would never say to someone, you must go and do this because I think you're either a believer or you're not. And I would never force it on. Well, I've anyone. got a way that they can apply it in a simple go way. Go on. Go and follow Natalia on Instagram. Yes. Because she'll give you all the insight that you need because that's simple. And then you can just see if you like her work or you like the message and if you want to keep moving in that direction. Very nice. And the final and biggest question of all. Is it coming in the club? 100%. Of course we're having oracle readings and palmistry in the club. Yeah, I think we totally are. Of course we are. Little like ante rooms at the back. And we can let Gary just decorate his own little corner because he'll make it so pretty, won't he? So nice, put crystals in it and like nice purple stuff. And yeah. And thank you to Gary and thank you to Natalia for giving us your time and being generous with with your time and your energy and your spirit and um, and gifting us these beautiful readings. Yeah, it was it was really lovely. 
Now, what's coming up on next week's show, Lauren? Oh, wow. <laughs> we, are, we are going there next week, okay? We've pushed the boat out for you. Next week, we are trying out face yoga. Yep. Not goat yoga, not Bikram yoga. Not hot yoga. Not cold yoga. <laughs> not ayanyaska. What are the other ones? I don't even Vinyasa. know. Vinyasa. Uh, oh, Hatha. Face yoga. It's, face. You don't even have to wear leggings. <laughs> you don't even. You don't have to do anything, actually. Well, you do. Well, you do. Well, you do. Ten minutes a day. Mm. But we'll report Let's back next week. Let's not talk about it now. We'll, we'll report, report back. back next week. Yes. Thanks for listening. Stay well. And we will be back next week. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. The Motherkind Podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.